the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where we encourage you to think big and act bigger. Along with your help, Cornerstone Transitional Housing is here to break the cycle of homelessness in the greater San Diego area and help men and women get control of their lives. As long as poverty, injustice, and inequality exist, none of us can truly rest. Now, here's your hosts, John, Ed, and Blaine. Good evening and welcome to Cornerstone Radio. I'm Pastor John Simon along with Ruthie and Blaine there from Cornerstone Transitional Housing. If this is your first time you ever joined us at Cornerstone Radio, our mission is to break the cycle of homelessness and to help men and women to get control of their lives again. Hey folks, I just want to wish you a happy Thanksgiving. I hope you had a great one and I'm glad that you're here with us tonight. We got a great topic. It's going to be on witnessing to others. Oh, wow. Witnessing. Who wants to do the witnessing? Yeah. Hey, Ruthie, Blaine, welcome to the show. I'm glad to have you here. It is always good to be here, bro. You know, that word witnessing is almost like, um, I, I don't know, it's like a taboo or something. Don't come near me with that because, of, you know, witnessing is a thing that people just say, I can't do that. And, um, and I, in the other hand, enjoy it. I really oh, yeah. do. I really enjoy it. But um, like we always do, we always open up with the praise report. I know there's a lot of good praise report. Um, do anybody want to start us off with one? Yeah. Don't rush right into it. (laughs) (laughs) I have a lot to share. Uh, Saturday was a great day at the park. And, you know, there was a lot of people just with hearts, um, you know, wanting prayer and and, and, and wanting the word. And I was just really encouraged by that. It really was. And, you know, um, I love it. I had a gentleman of Carl come out. Carl, folks, um, he was a man that when I first went out there, and working in the park said i were out there and it, and it was really really bad and there's a lot of drug things going on and and um prostitution and all kinds of things were happening and there was this young man carl and he always the lord always touched me touched him on my heart i don't know why but he did well and so sure enough we're out there and working with them and working with them and working with them and he came back out he's been gone for a while and he came back out we knew that he was going into a program we got and he got set in this program but anyway he came back to say hi to us and to let us know that he is working now in a federal job he's got his family restored again and that he has a car and that he has a house and he just wanted to come out and say thank you so much for helping him to, he called being he said this is his where he says i was in the belly of the beast with no hope and he said that you gave me hope you gave me joy and he says and you are the real mccoy and and witnessing that to me made my whole life feel much better i knew that we helped people before and stuff but just to hear this man 
testify and give not I the uh, the glory or any of us the glory. He gave the glory to God. He did, yeah. And, yes, and the glory goes to God, and that's who's the one who touched his heart and did it. And um, and it was a really good to see him. And he was you got a interview with him didn't you i did i asked him what the ministry meant to him he said the ministry meant everything to him and i did i did record that on video it is on our facebook page you can go to our facebook page cornerstone transitional housing and cornerstone radio with pastor john and you can see that interview that you know um when i first seen him it was like who is that guy and i know but he gained a lot of weight he gained weight. He he wasn't as skinny as he was. Well, when he when he came back, it was amazing. He was a transformation spiritually, physically. Remember when we when he came? I think about a year ago or something with shades on and a sweatshirt, and he was helping us. We didn't know who it was, um, but he. I watched that interview, and I was going to say, please go to our, to the Facebook page and see that. What a, because. We're just out there doing the work of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. He gets the glory. Jesus gets the glory. And we're just – today's message on witnessing is a lot of people think witnessing is we got to go out door to door, which we have all done. We've done a lot of things. We've seen God work and move. But witnessing is witnessing what God does to the lives around us. And then we get to share the hope. And it is it, – it's it's addicting, isn't it? It is. And, you know, and the thing about it is, is that I – we hear a lot about the homeless, and I want—I don't want to get away from that as yet from from him of this because a lot of people think they're out there because they want to be, they're druggies, and that's all they want to be, and that's all they're going to be. I I I would argue that for this reason only for him, not only but of others that we have seen Many. and got into homes and they got in there and what they're doing productive lives. The bad things is is that when they're out there and they say that we don't have a lot of hope, is that because they're being they're they're stereotyped. They that's, no, that's what they true. do, and and everybody has that point of view. Um, I was talking to Ruthie today. We were discussing about it uh, about the um, the hobos and when they rode the trains. When they went town to town, they would get out off the trains there, and they would go through town, wandering around, and they had little codes on fences and doorposts and everything else, and that they would say they had amongst themselves that they would know that this house fed you or this house clothed you, and there was people they were working with the homeless back then, and so um, it's just quite interesting that you know people make slices of, their, of themselves, but there's others. I want to give you an update. We have a new statistic came out in October of this year. 1,149 new faces are in the county of San Diego, first-time homeless people. I was talking with some of the PD, and they told me that um, there's elders, a lot of elders coming out on the streets now, too. We know that is cause of the increase of housing and the cost of food and everything else. So these people are not choosing to be homeless it's because of society of the cost you know so i just want to let you out and then i understand folks that there is other people out there mm-hmm. that choose to be that way so we're, we're not saying that there ain't we're just saying that there's a lot of other ones out there who don't want to be that way and they're asking for help we're also noticing a lot of children starting to come out there yes yes we we met a little girl in the park and her family is now living in the car uh the dad's out of work and they're, they're homeless. They're living in their car. Absolutely. Did you give a, an update about the little girl and what you did to her for her? I think that was so sweet. Do you want to share that with us? 
Well, I wasn't going to, but I can if you want Please. me to. Please, I think it's. I think the audience needs to hear it. Okay. Well, there's a little nine-year-old girl at the park, and you know, my heart just went out to her. So I, I went to Target and I got a gift bag, and I just filled it full of goodies that nine-year-old girls like, little squishmallows and all kinds of stuff, <laughs> beans <Great>. and <laughs> it, all kinds of treats. She, I was talking to her last week and she was telling, I said, ah, I heard that Ruthie went and got you a bunch of little goodies and her little eyes and her face was just so lit up and she was so thankful and, and it meant everything to her, Ruthie, little kind acts like that. That girl's going to remember that for uh, probably a long time, if not the rest of her life. I, I of think what you so, did. and I hope so. And, you know, that's an act of witnessing, which is what we're talking about today. A- absolutely. I was and, just going to say that. Yeah, I absolutely. was, too. I was yeah. just going to say that. You know, it, it, it really is, folks. And that's what I was going to say. You don't know whose heart you're touching right. or what you're going to do. <laughs> so um, we'll go ahead. I know um, we're getting some time now. We'll go ahead and open up with um, our show today. And, it's, again, the topic is witnessing to others. I'd like to go ahead and start us off on First Peter. 315 uh chapter 3 verse 15 and this is what it says instead you must worship christ as lord of your life and if and if someone asks about your christian hope always be ready to explain it you know um there's so many ways that you can witness one witnessing is is that you don't you can be a witness by the way you live the way you're living the way you are the way you, you handle yourself not hanging around the, the water cooler and talking about dirty jokes and all that. Maybe you're not a part of that. People see that. You're the light. God calls it the light. You're a light of the world, you know, and you're standing up top. People see that. So if you can't really force yourself to explain what your hope or what God has done for you, be that way of a witness. Let your let your life show that to others. And so... Um, and um, and the thing about it is, is that witnessing is easy thing to do. And I got a couple of things here I wrote down here. I uh, wrote here, it says, uh, God holds us accountable for um, for voting a chance to witness. Do you know that? God holds you accountable if you don't answer, um, if you have a chance to witness and you don't. So a lot of people didn't know that. It's in your Bible. Go to Ezekiel 3, uh, uh, chapter 3, verses 18 to 19, and it goes on to state here, it says, If I warn the wicked, saying, You are under the penalty of death, but you fail to deliver the warning, they will die in their sins, and I will hold you responsible for their deaths. And what he's trying to say here, folks, and it goes on to 19, says, And if you warn them, and they refuse to repent and keep on sinning, they will die in their sins, but you will have saved yourself because you obeyed me. That was back when the prophets, back in the Old Testament, where the prophets, would, um, their duty was to go and warn people, telling Israel, you repented. That Now, if you want to talk about witnessing, try that one out, yeah. okay? Because they weren't liked a lot, and we know how Isaiah was, and we know how Ezekiel was as a prophet. I tell you, um, so that's what it is. But it's we're still called to witness for Christ. When you get a chance, because someone says, "Hey, I see something different on you," or you know what, I had this problem. They're they're seeing something in you, and they're bringing things up. We had that happen in the courts um, one time. One of the um, people that worked in there, they didn't um, had some problem with the family, and they asked to say, "Would you please help me out?" Well, it wasn't what we were doing is what they seen in us. It seen the light. So they'll see that in you too. And so 
God will hold you accountable if you have a chance. Don't if you get a chance, please do it because it's a, it's a rewarding fact. Mm-hmm. I also wrote here: if we acknowledge our faith before people, Jesus will acknowledge us, uh, acknowledge us too. And that's in Luke twelve eight and nine. I'll go ahead and read that to you there. And it goes to say here: I tell you the truth, everyone who acknowledges me publicly here on earth, the Son of Man, will also acknowledge in the presence of God's angels. But if anyone, this is verse nine. But if anyone who denies me here on earth will be denied before my God's before God's angels. So we take that in consideration too. Is like when you get a chance to witness, do the witness, be a witness to other. I love witnessing. Witnessing comes to me pretty easy. I love sharing what God has done for me. If you know, if you don't know where to start off, how to witness or what to say. Start off about how what God has done for you in your life. How is he? What has he done for you? What does he help you? Hey, you know, some people start off. I love this. Some people start saying, you know what? I, I've been I've been down on my luck. This is what's been going on. My financing is going to be crazy. And then you have a chance to say, you know what? Um, I've been really blessed by what God has done for me. Maybe you should you know and start talking to what god has uh, done for you he's jehovah uh, jireh who's a provider and let him know because they might not know nothing about christ and may might just get uh heed of that warning so ruthie i'm gonna send it over to you real quick and then i'll go with my other scriptures here a little bit okay well i think that the bible does make it clear that we are to to witness to others but i, I think you're right i think a lot of people uh would rather avoid that it, it's uncomfortable uh they feel inadequate i'm not a pastor you know, yeah. I, I, what do I know? Yeah. yeah. What, what do I know? Exactly. But, uh, the, but, but the Bible tells us in Matthew twenty eight nineteen. therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and, the, and of the Holy Spirit. So I, I think that makes it clear to us that it should be our priority. It, it does. Um, it, it shows that what we need to do. Um, what... How do you, what starts you off? I mean, what would be your way of telling someone how to witness? Um, You know, I'm thinking about uh, Jesus. I I think we should follow Jesus' example, and and he witnessed to a lot of people um, during his time on earth. And, you know, we see that he witnessed to Nicodemus in one way, but yet he witnessed to the woman at the well in another way. Yes. And, you know, with the woman at the well, he started um, by asking for, about his physical needs. You know, he, he asked for water, but he quickly turned the conversation in, in, into living water. Yes. And um, so I think that's one way to do it, is, is that, um, you know, you might be talking about one thing, but then you, you change the, the conversation into a spiritual one. You hit the, mm-hmm. the, the hammer on the nail right there. Right, uh, there. That's, I had that in my notes here for a little later. We don't witness the same every time. No. Right. People are all different. You got to witness in different ways and different uh, circumstances. Letting God use you. You know, we all go and trying to do it on our own and saying, God, um, you know, what we need to do, we need to go and ask God, God, I need you to speak through me. I'm your instrument. Bring up scripture. Help me remember scripture. But God, you know this person in detail. He knows every hair of your head on your head, you know, so he knows that person. And so if we let the Holy Spirit guide us and when we're instead of tackling on our own, that is another way of witnessing. And I don't think a lot of people do that. I think they go and try to challenge it on their own and by knowledge. And and it's funny when you start to do that, you forget everything. It goes blank. And so that's that thing. You got another one there for us? 
Yes, Perfect. I do. Yeah, Romans ten fifteen. And how can anyone preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. Mm-hmm. And, and the good news is, is the story of Jesus. Amen. So that's what witnessing is. It's just telling others about Jesus. It, it, it is. It's that yeah, easy. Just what, what has Jesus done for you? What has he done for you? Because no one can argue your testimony. That's true. That's right. So that's one thing there. Go ahead, Dad. Blake. I completely like I just um, the, the point that Ruthie made about the woman at the well. Um, I made a couple notes here. You know, witnessing is taking care of others' needs. Um, having compassion mm-hmm. on the multitudes, as we do even for that girl in the park. Yeah. Yeah. Um, been praying for her with many of my the people that I pray with all week. Um, our personal testimony. And what I found out, you guys, and God used all these. Every aspect of our lives is a witness. Mm-hmm. But we all know it all starts with prayer. The prayer breaks down those strongholds. It breaks those chains. It, I've seen it cause people to start asking questions about God when they didn't want nothing to do with God. So as we pray, there's, there's seasons in my life where I feel, Lord, man, I'm not being used right now or you know, being used to plant seeds or leading people to Jesus. And then I pray, and he opens the doors, you guys. I mean, it, it, he's proved to me over and over and over. He goes, Blaine, I've got this. He's so in charge. So beautiful. You know, when it comes to needs, when we help people with their needs and just having compassion, our own testimony is so powerful. When we pray, man, um, God's working, God's moving. We have the power of his Holy Spirit. And we see that power every week as we're seeing so many of these folks extremely hungry at the parks. These homeless folks, homeless folks are very hungry for the word. Um, but my scripture that I want to share with you guys is, it's right now. I'm going to read to you out of Matthew 9, 37 and 38. It says, then he said to his disciples, the harvest truly is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. So the harvest is the field. You guys all know about the, the even the, the seeds, the sower of the seeds. Um, I know I've got a scripture later to talk about the sowers and those that water. Um, But you know what? The the, the word of the God, word of God is so powerful, um, no matter where we are at work, at home. Um, And, you know, I'm going to encourage our audience even right now, um, John, because earlier you said Mm -hmm. we are we are called to be the light. We're called to be salt. And I immediately thought about uh, Thanksgiving. And um, I know uh, you know, hopefully you've spent some time with your families and just through the holidays, through Christmas, pray to be the light and be the be the salt. Say that prayer for the family. Take something over to a neighbor that doesn't have a dinner to go to, whatever it might be. But ask God to bless it. He multiplies the things that we give to God. He multiplies them. We're like, where did that come from? He will bless you. He will multiply. He will just pour his spirit out and you can just sit and just watch him move. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's what happens. It takes some, something. It takes you to get closer to God. And when you're closer to the Lord, others see that. And especially if they're not walking with the Lord. Within us seeing it in ourselves, we don't see it because we're, we're gradually growing with God. God's leading us and building us each. And we're taking those steps and we're growing and growing and growing. But others see that. And your family members notice it the quickest of anybody they sure do they they see it they say man this is not the same person this is not that that 
she's not the same or he's not the same man there's something went on there and then they they see the works and they see you and man that right there is the greatest way to say it i want to remember i was telling you about the holy spirit i want to i was i got this right here it's in um acts 1 8 i wrote down christians are called to spread the gospel across uh, the world but i want to show you here because that when i was telling you about the holy spirit being with you and having the power that's what this what it says in um, Acts 1a says, but you receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witness telling me, telling people about me everywhere in Jerusalem and throughout Judah and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. So when I was telling you about the Holy Spirit and going to the Holy Spirit and letting the Holy Spirit speak through you and use it, take some of that dunamis power, mm-hmm. get that power from the Lord. Um I, I love it when I become hurt or hurting or God is things are in my life and I go to God. God, the Holy Spirit comes upon you and he just fills you with extra strength, extra ways again through your dilemma at the time. And it gives chance of God to work to show you. Sometimes we need to see that again in us about witnessing. The Holy Spirit witnesses to us. Did you know that? So um, he brings things and he shows us things and where we see the demonstration of God working in our lives are through other lives. Ruthie, I'm going to throw you on a spot right there. So <laughs> That's right. The, the Holy Spirit is really powerful. And the, the Holy Spirit even prays for us when we don't know how to pray. That's right. Um, exactly. But the Holy Spirit helps us in our, in our witness. Uh, the Bible tells us in Luke 12, 12, for the Holy Ghost shall teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. Um, and also in Matthew ten twenty, says, For it will not be you speaking, but the Spirit of your Father speaking through you. So it's really the Holy Spirit that does the work. We're just mm-hmm. the instrument or just the vessel. But it's the Holy Spirit that um, makes the, the, the word powerful. Yes. And, and, and does the conviction that convicts people of sin. It's not us. Absolutely. Amen. And that's, that's the whole thing that I'm trying to get across the show tonight is that it's it's not us it's we not we us. got we got power through the holy spirit yes. so when it comes to witnessing you don't have to worry about you being put on the spot because yeah even though you're there and yes you're the vessel that the holy spirit's using you through the voice the words coming out but it's the holy spirit job to help you through it so we're not alone see and That's a lot right. of people think when you go out and you're witnessing that you're alone it's when you give it over to God, you tell him, hey, Holy Spirit, do this, is when the Holy Spirit brings out scriptures. You know, when you're speaking, you're talking, scriptures start coming to mind. That's the oh, Holy yeah. Spirit bringing that stop into you. Excellent, man. You've been on top of the game today, I'm telling you. <laughs> Blaine? Well, you know, of course I do. I agree with all this. I mean, God's word is so powerful. Um, I got to read you guys out of Galatians, and it's uh, chapter 6, verse 9 and 10. And um, it should encourage us big time. Nine says, and let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all, especially to those who are of the household of faith. So, you know what? We don't want to lose heart. We want to know that we have that power of that Holy Spirit. And man, oh man, we know the harvest is ripe. People are hungry for the word. Our families are. I want all of you folks, those that are listening to this show, be a light. Be that light towards Christmas. Um, Be that prayer warrior. Keep praying and praying and praying. and, And don't always be ready in season to give an answer of the hope. And um, we're going to see a lot of work. I mean, I real, all of us in this room feel that there is a, 
a revival happening, and it's going to happen in us, and it's going to happen in our families. It's going to go to Judea, uh, Samaria, and the outermost parts of the world. So let's all jump on ship and, and, and be part of the body of Christ and watch him do some power. You know, Blaine, you're absolutely right. And you know, this is the best time to witness this Thanksgiving. When you're sitting around that table and people are saying, what are you thankful for? Man, what a time it is to let it roll, people. And so, and the holidays, you know, we're all gathering around family, friends, and at workplaces even too because everybody's getting into that holiday you know, worshiping thing there, you know, joy, there's the time to witness, you know, God has done this for you. Share the word, throw it out and um, tell them why you're thankful for. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the holidays are the perfect time to witness to others, especially your family. Um, Christmas time is the perfect time, um, you know, to share yeah. the, what the true meaning of the holiday is. And the Bible tells us not to be ashamed. It says in Romans uh, 116, for I am not ashamed of the good news about Christ. It is the power of God at work saving everyone who believes, the Jew first and also the Gentile. And in 2 Timothy 1a, it says, so do not be ashamed of the testimony about our Lord or of me, his prisoner. Rather, join me with uh, in suffering for the gospel by the power of God. Amen. So the Bible says don't be ashamed. We're not ashamed. We, you shouldn't be ashamed. Um, we know where we got. We know where we're going. We want others to join us. Yeah. So share your faith this holiday. Share your faith. Yes, and let it be known. Um, Blaine, you got anything you want to say? You know, I, I think I've really um, encouraged everyone enough. I think um, you guys, let's be witnesses. Let's watch God work. We're not alone. We've got the power of the Spirit. Let's change for our hearts to change. If we're going to change for anything, let's change. pray for the hearts of our family and friends to change and let's invite them out for christmas maybe they've been telling you no for 20 years 30 years invite them out again because people are hungry to hear the message of the birth of jesus christ and his salvation wow and what a time this is to rejoice and have fun with family and friends ruthie yeah i just want to remind everyone that just like john said early in the show there were 1149 new faces out on the street those people need help we can help them but we need your help we need your donations you can go to our facebook page cornerstone transitionalhousing.org you can scroll down to the bottom there's a button you click donate on the donate button and and make your best donation however big or small and we appreciate it amen if you also want to see us on what was it again on facebook on facebook cornerstone transitional housing and cornerstone radio with pastor john check it out like and follow our page we love it hey folks um i hope that this year that um this end of this year and the beginning of the new year that god's going to touch you richly i hope that you will be a blessing to others which you are a blessing to others and um, just wanted to say thank you. Um, I hope that you had a great Thanksgiving. And I just want to wish you a Merry Christmas, too. But um, remember, you're not alone. The Holy Spirit is always with us. So God bless in each and every one of you. And you have a great night. Thank you for listening to Cornerstone Radio. Join us again next week at the same time as we work together to break the cycle of homelessness, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. Your generosity, philanthropy, and general contributions are always welcome and will make a positive impact on the lives of those in need every day. Take part in making a difference by visiting cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. That's cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.